Mastering Mutations in React Query, Teak Dodo's blog, the 6th of November 2022. We've covered a lot of ground already when it comes to the features and concepts React Query provides. Most of them are about retrieving data via the use query hook. There is however a second, integral part to working with data, updating it. For this use case, React Query offers the use mutation hook. What are mutations? Generally speaking, mutations are functions that have a side effect. As an example, have a look at the push method of arrays. It has the side effect of changing the array in place where you're pushing a value to copy mutable array push copy code to clipboard for console.log my array 1 2 the immutable counterpart would be concat which can also add values to an array but it will return a new array instead of directly manipulating the array you operate on copy immutable array concat copy code to clipboard 2 const new array equals my array concat 2 for console.log my array 1 5 console.log new array 1 2. As the name indicates, use mutation also has some sort of side effect. Since we are in the context of managing server state with React Query, mutations describe a function that performs such a side effect on the server. Creating a toto in your database would be a mutation. Logging in a user is also a classic mutation, because it performs the side effect of creating a token for the user. In some aspects, use mutation is very similar to use query. In others, it is quite different. Similarities to use query Use mutation will track the state of a mutation, just like use query does for queries. It'll give you loading, error and status fields to make it easy for you to display what's going on to your users. You'll also get the same nice callbacks that use query has, on success, on error and on settled. But that's about where the similarities end. Differences to use query Use query is declarative, use mutation is imperative. By that, I mean that queries mostly run automatically. You define the dependencies, but React Query takes care of running the query immediately, and then also performs smart background updates when deemed necessary. That works great for queries because we want to keep what we see on the screen in sync with the actual data on the backend. For mutations, that wouldn't work well. Imagine a new Toto would be created every time you focus your browser window face with raised eyebrow. So instead of running the mutation instantly, React Query gives you a function that you can invoke whenever you want to make the mutation. Copy imperative mutate. Copy code to clipboard one function add comment, id 2. This doesn't really do anything yet 3 const add comment equals use mutation, new comment, equals greater than 4 axios. Post backquote posts dollar id comments backquote new comment 10 event prevent a fault 11 check mark mutation is invoked when the form is submitted 12 add comment mutate new form data event current target dot get comment 15 less than text area name equals comment greater than 16 less than button type equals submit greater than comment less than but and greater than another difference is that mutations don't share state like use query does. You can invoke the same use query call multiple times in different components and will get the same, cached result returned to you, but this won't work for mutations. Tying mutations to queries 
mutations are, per design, not directly coupled to queries. A mutation that likes a blog post has no ties towards the query that fetches that blog post. For that to work, you would need some sort of underlying schema, which React query doesn't have. To have a mutation reflect the changes it made on our queries, React query primarily offers two ways. Invalidation. This is conceptually the simplest way to get your screen up to date. Remember, with server state, you're only ever displaying a snapshot of data from a given point in time. React query tries to keep that up to date of course, but if you're deliberately changing server state with a mutation, this is a great point in time to tell React query that some data you have cached is now invalid. React query will then go and refetch that data if it's currently in use, and your screen will update automatically for you once the fetch is completed. The only thing you have to tell the library is which queries you want to invalidate. Invalidation from mutation copy invalidation from mutation. Copy code to clipboard 1 const use add comment equals id equals greater than 2 const query client equals use query client 5 new comment equals greater than axios post backquote posts dollar id comments backquote new comment 8 check mark refetch the comments list for our blog post 9 query client invalidate queries posts id comments query invalidation is pretty smart like all query filters it uses fuzzy matching on the query key so if you have multiple keys for your comments list they will all be invalidated however only the ones that are currently active will be refetched the rest will be marked as stale which will cause them to be refetched the next time they are used as an example Let's assume we have the option to sort our comments, and at the time the new comment was added, we have two queries with comments in our cache. Copy copy code to clipboard 1, posts, 5, comments, sort by, date, ASC, 2, posts, 5, comments, sort by, author, desk. Since we're only displaying one of them on the screen, invalidate queries will refetch that one and mark the other one as stale. Sometimes, you don't want to refetch data, especially if the mutation already returns everything you need to know. If you have a mutation that updates the title of your blog post, and the backend returns the complete blog post as a response, you can update the query cache directly via set query data. Update from mutation response copy update from mutation response. Copy code to clipboard 1 const use update title equals id equals greater than 2 const query client equals use query client 6 patch backquote posts dollar id backquote title new title 7 then response equals greater than response data 9 light bulb response of the mutation is passed to on success 10 on success new post equals greater than 11 check mark update detail view directly 12 query client Set query data, posts, id, new post. Putting data into the cache directly via set query data will act as if this data was returned from the backend, which means that all components using that query will re-render accordingly. I'm showing some more examples of direct updates and the combination of both approaches in number 8, effective React query keys. I personally think that most of the time, invalidation should be preferred. Of course, it depends on the use case. But for direct updates to work reliably, you need more code on the front end, and to some extent duplicate logic from the back end.
Sorted lists are for example pretty hard to update directly, as the position of my entry could have potentially changed because of the update. Invalidating the whole list is the safer approach. Optimistic updates are one of the key selling points for using React query mutations. The use query cache give us data instantly when switching between queries, especially when combined with prefetching. Our whole UI feels very snappy because of it, so why not get the same advantage for mutations as well? A lot of the time, we are quite certain that an update will go through. Why should the user wait for a couple of seconds until we get the OK from the backend to show the result in the UI? The idea of optimistic updates is to fake the success of a mutation even before we have sent it to the server. Once we get a successful response back, all we have to do is invalidate our view again to see the real data. In case the request fails, we're going to roll back our UI to the state from before the mutation. This works great for small mutations where instant user feedback is actually required. There is nothing worse than having a toggle button that performs a request, and it doesn't react at all until the request has completed. Users will double or even triple click that button, and it will just feel laggy all over the place. Example I've decided to not show an additional example. The official docs cover that topic very well, and they also have a code sandbox example in JavaScript and in TypeScript. I further think that optimistic updates are a bit overused. Not every mutation needs to be done optimistically. You should really be sure that it rarely fails, because the UX for a rollback is not great. Imagine a form in a dialog that closes when you submit it, or a redirect from a detail view to a list view after an update. If those are done prematurely, they are hard to undo. Also, be sure that the instant feedback is really required, like in the toggle button example above. The code needed to make optimistic updates work is non-trivial, especially compared to standard mutations. You need to mimic what the backend is doing when you're faking the result, which can be as easy as flipping a boolean or adding an item to an array, but it might also get more complex really fast. If the toto you're adding needs an id, where do you get it from? If the list you're currently viewing is sorted, will you insert the new entry at the right position? What if another user has added something else in the meantime? Will our optimistically added entry switch positions after a refetch? All these edge cases might make the UX actually worse in some situations, where it might be enough to disable the button and show a loading animation while the mutation is in flight. As always, choose the right tool for the right job. Common gotchas. Finally, let's dive into some things that are good to know when dealing with mutations that might not be that obvious initially. Awaited promises Promises returned from the mutation callbacks are awaited by React query, and as it so happens, invalidate queries returns a promise. If you want your mutation to stay in loading state while your related queries update, you have to return the result of invalidate queries from the callback. Copy awaited promises Copy code to clipboard 2. Party popper will wait for query invalidation to finish for return query client. Invalidate queries, posts, id, comments, 8, rocket fire and forget. Will not wait 10 query client. Invalidate queries, posts, id, comments. Mutate or mutate async. Use mutation gives you two functions, mutate and mutate async. What's the difference, and when should you use which one? Mutate doesn't return anything, 
while mutate async returns a promise containing the result of the mutation. So you might be tempted to use mutate async when you need access to the mutation response, but I would still argue that you should almost always use mutate. You can still get access to the data or the error via the callbacks, and you don't have to worry about error handling. Since mutate async gives you control over the promise, you also have to catch errors manually, or you might get an unhandled promise rejection. Copy accessing mutation data. Copy code to clipboard one const on submit equals equals greater than two check mark accessing the response via on success three my mutation mutate some data for on success data equals greater than history push data dot earl eight const on submit equals async equals greater than nine revolving light works but is missing error handling ten const data equals await my mutation mutate async some data 11 history push data.earl 14 const on submit equals async equals greater than 15 confused face this is okay but look at the verbosity 17 const data equals await my mutation mutate async some data 18 history push data.earl handling errors is not necessary with mutate because react query catches and discards the error for you internally it is literally implemented with mutate async catch noop cool the only situations where i found mutate async to be superior is when you really need the promise for the sake of having a promise this can be necessary if you want to fire off multiple mutations concurrently and want to wait for them all to be finished or if you have dependent mutations where you get into callback hell with the callbacks mutations only take one argument for variables since the last argument to mutate is the options object, use mutation can currently only take one argument for variables. This is certainly a limitation, but it can be easily worked around by using an object. Copy multiple variables. Copy code to clipboard 1. Revolving light this is invalid syntax and will not work to const mutation equals use mutation, title, body, equals greater than update toto, title, body, 3 mutation mutate hello world 5 check mark use an object for multiple variables 6 const mutation equals use mutation title body equals greater than update toto title body 7 mutation mutate title hello body world to read more on why that is currently necessary have a look at this discussion some callbacks might not fire you can have callbacks on use mutation as well as on mutate itself. It is important to know that the callbacks on use mutation fire before the callbacks on mutate. Further, the callbacks on mutate might not fire at all if the component unmounts before the mutation has finished. That's why I think it's a good practice to separate concerns in your callbacks. Do things that are absolutely necessary and logic related, like query invalidation, in the use mutation callbacks. Do UI-related things like redirects or showing toast notifications in mutate callbacks? If the user navigated away from the current screen before the mutation finished, those will purposefully not fire. This separation is especially neat if use mutation comes from a custom hook, as this will keep query-related logic in the custom hook while UI-related actions are still in the UI. This also makes the custom hook more reusable because how you interact with the UI might vary on a case-by-case -case basis, 
but the invalidation logic will likely always be the same. Copy separate concerns. Copy code to clipboard one const use update toto equals equals greater than two use mutation update toto three checkmark always invalidate the toto list five query client invalidate queries to do's list eleven const update toto equals use update toto thirteen title new title fourteen checkmark only redirect if we're still on the detail page fifteen when the mutation finishes sixteen on success equals greater than history push to do's that's it for today feel free to reach out to me on twitter if you have any questions or just leave a comment below down arrow